cell phone against the wall in frustration. I buy more cells than every cartel in Colombia. But I agree, we should definitely not overlook the target-rich environment at the Kodak Center. Jetsam said, Being where it's located makes it, like, the most lavish bowling alley this side of the Palace of Dubai. Maybe we can't afford it? Can't is a frame of mind that don't hold our photo, Flotsam said. Hollywood Nate claims that on certain nights, it's full of bowling alley sallies hoping Matt Damon will come in to roll a line or two. Or maybe Brad Pitt when Angelina's in Africa looking for sainthood with people even skinnier than she is. Jetsam said, I hear what you're saying, bro. I mean, there's got to be opportunities on those lanes for coppers as coolophonic and hormonally imaginative as the almost 400 pounds of male heat riding in this car. Flotsam thought about it some more and then said, there's a midget that works at the newsstand on Coenga. And there's that roller skating midget at Hollywood and Highland. The one that throws water balloons at tourists. He'd crawl in a clothes dryer for 20 bucks an hour. A plethora of midgets ain't gonna get us our way, Jetsam said, showing off the new vocabulary he was acquiring from his community college class. We gotta think original. Maybe we could, like, hire a clown to bowl with us. That would amaze these ten-pin tootsies. I'm scared of clowns, Flotsam blurted, and it was out of his mouth before he could take it back. You're what? Jetsam said, and this time he turned fully toward his partner as the late summer sun dropped into the Pacific and lights came on in Hollywood, the fluorescent glow making the boulevard scene look even weirder to the swarming tourists. Flotsam and Jetsam had been mid-watch partners and fellow surfers for more than two years, but this was the first time Jetsam had learned this incredible secret. His tall, rugged partner was afraid of clowns. Maybe I said it wrong, dude, Flotsam quickly added. It's just that they, like, shiver me. The way a snake creeps you out, know what I mean? Snakes don't creep me out, bro, Jetsam said. Rats, then. I seen you that time we got the dead body call, where rats were all eating the guy's eyeballs. You were ready to blow chunks, dude. It wasn't the rats themselves, bro, Jetsam said. I just wasn't ready for an all-out rodent luau. Anyways, I'm just saying, clowns, like, make me, like, all goosebumpy. I mean, maybe I saw too many movies about slasher clowns or something, I don't know. This goes on my desktop, Jetsam said with a grin. I'm holding on to this. What happens in our shop stays in our shop, dude, Flotsam said grimly, referring to their car with its shop number on the roof and doors. So hit your delete key. I feel you, bro, Jetsam said. No need to go all aggro. Next time Boulevard Clown squirts a tourist with a water gun, just stay in the car and roll your window up and lock the doors. I'll man up for both of us. And I'll tase the first asshole that calls my partner a sissified, whimpering bitch. While 6X32 was cruising the boulevard, two homeless, middle-aged panhandlers in East Hollywood named Axel Minton and Bootsy Brown were pushing a man in a wheelchair along the sidewalk to a graffiti-tagged neighborhood market frequented by local pensioners. It was a store where Axel and Bootsy often begged for change from the residents of the neighborhood, mostly Latino and Asian, who bought groceries there. Axel was a spindly white man with sprigs of gray hair who would drink anything from a bottle if the label indicated any alcohol content. Bootsy was a black man, blind in one eye, who slept in a storage shed behind the apartment building where 88-year-old pensioner Coleman O'Toole lived. 
They both wore layers, sooty and drab, molded to their forms like fungus until it wasn't clear where the fabrics left off and they began. And neither was many gallons away from wandering Hollywood Boulevard, like all those other self-lobotomized, colorless specters in pull-tab necklaces and football helmets, or maybe wearing bikini bottoms on their heads, pushing a trash-laden shopping cart, chanting gibberish, or yodeling at terrified tourists. The Hollywood cops called it Gone to Dizzyland. Each transient had wheeled Coleman O'Toole to the store many times for a modest fee. This time they were both pushing the wheelchair, and they were bickering when they stopped in front and entered, leaving Coleman O'Toole parked in the shadows. While Axel and Bootsy were inside loading up on shelf items, which included three quarts of 100-proof vodka and three quarts of gin, another octogenarian transient, known as Trombone Teddy, shuffled by. He'd been a good bebop sideman back in the day.